The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Sills, National Football Show. Welcome aboard here on a football Monday. Thank you so much for coming aboard. And I would like to give a speech. I consider myself, self, 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 self. The luckiest man, 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 man. On the face of the planet. Haven't been coached, coach, 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 coached by Frank Reich, 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 Reich. I wanted to win that for him. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I thought I was watching uh, Matter Day versus uh, John Bosco in a high school football national championship game. Holy cow, man. I was hoping to get a head coach at the podium, but good grief. Holy cow, it's always good to see when your coach is more emotional than your quarterback. Look, man, I mean, there are so many areas to go. And by the way, you're going to get objectivity here. You're not going to get cheerleading. Like most people are with this. Hey, it's a win. No shit. Hey, wait a minute. Congratulations, you beat a shitty Indianapolis Colts team. You don't get pats on the back for that. That's expected. Act like a freaking Super Bowl contender. Not somebody that's getting by beating shitty teams. The Eagles have to start acting like champions or you're going to keep fumbling along playing bad football. And then when you play somebody good like Brady in the postseason, he's going to bounce you again. He's going to bounce you again. You took on the greatness of Michael Pittman And Matt Ryan, who's completely out of gas. Five of their starters were out. Jesus criminy. Don't blow the damn Colts up. Like that's Peyton Manning's Colts or Johnny Unitas' Colts. How funny is that? Jeff Saturday outcoached Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen all day Long. Nick Sirianni was a joke. Fourth and 10, your offense sucked all day. And you go for it on fourth and 10. This guy's emotions. I'm going to say to you guys one thing here. Passion's the greatest thing on the planet. It's the greatest thing on the planet. It could be your greatest asset. But it also could be your undoing. It's going to cost this guy. He was completely outcoached against a shitty Colts team. I mean it, man. You don't get pats on the back for that. Now, there's certain players that are going to get pats on the back here. Okay? 
hey, Trey, there's certain guys that are going to get massive pats on the back. Okay? Awful first half. Worst first half of the Eagles all year long. Um, the coaching staff on the offensive side was a joke. All day long. That team is a one-and-done team. You keep playing like that. I don't give a shit what your record is. You ain't going far with that kind of performance. You're not going far. You're not a better offense than the Cowboys right now because of Goddard being out. You're not. You do not have a better offense. Plus AJ being injured. You don't have a better offense in Dallas. Goes for it in the third, fourth, and ten. How dumb can you get on the road? And you're getting your head kicked in offensively. Jonathan Gannon's guy stepped up. Outside of the opening drive, they were really good. They did a nice job on Jonathan Taylor. And I'll say this to you. Linville Joseph, you got my respect. So did Dominic Sue. Those guys were fabulous. They were fabulous. They were fabulous. 17, 18 plays. Hey, am I right when I say this? That uh, didn't they start Linville Joseph? I mean, I couldn't believe it. Those guys walked right off the street, but it's because of the amount of years that those guys have played. They did a fantastic job. Congratulations. Trevor, appreciate it, brother. They were fantastic. I thought the run defense, you kept the team under a C note. All fabulous. All good. Actually, I don't really think the secondary played all that hot, but there were some missed tackles out there. Hey, don't go to a forefront anymore, please. You get killed at it. You get killed when you're in a forefront. You need to stick to that, that five front base because you're very good with it. Dominic Kasu's got some gas left. We're going to see how he plays out over the next couple weeks. I mean, Nick Sirianni's coaching staff on offense was terrible. Absolutely brutal. Brutal all day long. All day long. All day long. Jalen Hurts was sensational. And people wanted me to rip him. Are you crazy? If you don't have Jalen Hurts on the field against the Colts, there's not a chance in hell you win. Not a chance in hell. 16 carries, not good enough. You can't have your quarterback running 16 times or this guy's going to be a walking concussion coming up. You keep running him 16 times, he'll be in concussion protocol maybe the Dallas week, and that would be a crime. You don't want that guy getting hit. Hertz was great. He was. Hell of a lot more calmer and more poison is stupid coach. Rah, rah guy. I mean, seriously, this guy should be coaching high school, not NFL football. 
Some go, it's the face of faith. Nobody acts like that in history of Philadelphia. And, and, and by the way, some go, Sills, he wasn't screaming at Colts fans. How do you know that? The look of it looks bad. You look like a cheerleader. Act like a professional. Act like you've been there. Act like you're a contender for a Super Bowl. Not that you just beat the four, six, and one Colts. It's unbelievably bad looking. What happens when you go into a losing streak, then? Is this guy going to have that kind of emotion on the other end, too? I like my coaches to be this. Never get too high, never get too low. When things are going great, you never get over the top. And when things are too low, you never get that low. You look to your coach for even keel. This guy's all over the map. He coaches like it, too. Hey, I'm starting to see a flaw in this guy. You can rattle Nick Sirianni. Well, the emotion of Frank got to... You're an NFL head coach, guy. You're supposed to be a professional. Nothing's supposed to rattle you. The Colts rattled you? Wait till Brady gets a hold of you. We're better than... No, you're not. Thank God you got Jalen. Thank God you got Jalen. Seriani looked like a high school coach. Coaching some Philadelphia high school. Terrible. Terrible. Offense was everywhere. You'll never beat an elite team with that performance. You, you've got Jalen Hurts, and you are lucky. You are lucky. The Colts. We're talking about the Colts here. You want to know what a quarterback is? I watched him last night. His name is Patrick Mahomes. That guy's a freak show. You know, he's got almost 30 touchdowns. Hey, by the way, so you still think Jalen's going to throw for four grand? Got seven games left. What's he at, 2,200 now? You think he's going to throw for another uh, 1,800 yards over the next seven weeks? Okay. I want to see that. You're lucky. But you need luck in this game. You know, hey, uh, the, the Colts, the Colts suck. It's a train wreck organization. Look, Jalen Hurts kept you alive. He kept you alive. Okay? He kept you alive. Man, that's it. Don't ever compare Hurts to Patrick Mahomes. It's like comparing the sun and the moon. There is no comparison. Out of your tree. Unbelievable. <laughs> Here, here's, here's the numbers now. 17-16. First downs, 18 to 14. Third down efficiency, 5 of 12. Total plays. Hey, you kicked it up eight plays. 61 plays. A lot of three and outs. Colts had more. 
Total yards, you kept them under 300. Again, the defense played well. Rushing, held the team under a C note, 99 yards. Eagles, 147. Eagles had 33 attempts, very good. Of course, Jalen, 16. And six turnovers in the last two weeks. Got to clean that up. Got to clean that up. Individual numbers. Hurts, 18 of 25, 190. 107, one and a touchdown. Thought he was great. Your leading rusher. 16 carries, 86 yards for Jalen. Two touchdowns in the game. One rushing, one throwing. Jonathan Taylor, 22 for 84 yards. This is after he coming off 147 yards against the Raiders last week. And a touchdown. Colts are limited, man. Michael Pittman's their only dude. Six catches, 75 yards. And here, look at this. Devontae Smith, six for 78. A.J. Brown, five for 60. And a fumble. I mean, again, the takeaways are they survived. And yes, that is part of the narrative for an NFL season, surviving games. But the question I'll ask you, you think the Eagles are getting better over the last month or you think they're getting worse as a football team? You think they're getting better or worse? Um, If I had to put that out there, I'd say this. I think teams are figuring them out. That's not championship football. You don't even act like a champion. I mean, your coach doesn't act. And I saw Coach Howie Roseman there at the tunnel waiting for all his guys to come in, congratulating all his players and coaches. I don't know who's got a bigger ego, Jerry Jones or him. I mean, seriously, Coach Roseman, there he was at the – Locker room door, waiting for all of his guys. Unbelievable, man. Go up to the GM box, guy. What the hell are you doing down there? This guy's got to be part of the whole thing. No wonder Doug got fired. Doug probably had, a, had, a, had enough of that. Bro, this is about my team. You undermine your coach when you do that shit. Get out of there. What, what are you there possibly for? What's the GM possibly there for at the front door of the locker room? What possibly could he be there for, except that he wanted to have the camera on him? You guys are reading your clippings. You're going to get bounced. This team offensively is not playing well. The quarterback is. I'm going to tell you this. This is going to be the craziest thing I'll say to you. Boy, you're lucky Jalen Hurts is on your football team or you guys would not be winning ball games, And you'd be losing to shitty teams like the Texans, the Cardinals, and this last team you played, the Colts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is doing whatever he has to to win games. Hey. By the way, some would go like this. 
Silsa, you flipping your 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 boat around on Hertz? No. This is what you have. That's the style of play you have. It's going to be slow, methodical. Go down the field. This is what we're talking about. Is that my style of quarterback? Absolutely, 100% of a, absolutely not happening when I have a quarterback who can't throw for, for touchdowns and win games in the air. Absolutely not would I have that. Oh, no, no, better yet. Wait, I'll take that back. I'm not paying for that. Look at Steven, 9-1. and one. Congratulations. You beat a ton of shit teams, and now you're playing like one. That offense was terrible. And you know what? Someone's going, Seals, 9-1. and one. You're right. You think you're a championship football team coming off that Sunday game? Yes or no? You think you're a championship football team? You sure don't act like it. I can't tell. I'll get to the Vikings, Jeremiah. I'll get to those guys. GT goes, yes, of course. You have a one-point win versus a 4-6-1 team. You struggle out loud. Washington dominates you. And the week before that against tennis or uh, Houston, you struggled with that team. And you think you're a championship team. Or no, wait. You're, you're playing championship football. I agree with you. I laugh at you too. Can it get better? Guys have to get healthier. The Cowboys have a better offense than the Philadelphia Eagles today. Why? Goddard, his loss was felt. Can I tell you the biggest significant part of having Dallas Goddard? What do you guys think had the biggest significance? And guess what? They got beat by the, and you got beat by the shitty Washington commanders. What do you think Dallas Goddard's biggest loss is? And it was so evident on Sunday. That's right, Jeremiah. JM, way to go, guys. Way to go. There you go, Mr. International Travis. Absolutely. How many times did the tight ends get called for holding when they were trying to set the edge? And guys, Indianapolis doesn't have a pass rush. There's really nobody on that team is a good pass rusher. Buckner in the middle is a good run stopper. But really, the other guys on that team, there was very little pass rush. Very little. Dallas Goddard was felt not only in the offensive passing numbers, but he was also felt more so in the blocking game. Every single time that they tried to run outside against the Colts, they got called for holding. I counted seven penalties. No, excuse me. I think there were seven total. I think there were four that were on the tight ends. That guy was felt in the run game. Mulatto taking a step back, playing hurt. I think it's the ladder there, Philly. I think he's playing hurt. Yeah, it, he was definitely felt in that run game. 
Okay. Do you believe the Eagles are playing good football right now? You think they're playing good ball? I think they're playing winning ball. Your talent is so here. I'm going to, guys, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I am going to say this to go along with some of you guys. Okay, watch this. I will say this. Their talent is so good. I'm talking about you guys being a champion here. Not winning the division. I, I, I don't care about you winning. Well, I do care about you winning the division. Goals are set at the beginning of the year. Win your division. Get into the playoff. Get into the tournament. Anything can happen. We've seen it before. Hell, you've experienced the greatest run, in my opinion, in recent years when Foles got in. You never know, right? Jalen Hurts took a step forward in my eyes as a leader. Never got rattled. He was behind. Called his own play at the end. Dude, that's putting the game in your hands and going, I got to go get this for my guys because we're not playing great. And he did. The coaching staff didn't help him. Okay? I think Slay's, I think, hey, five-star, I think Slay's hurt too, man, because he was beat often. Look at, look at Jay Slay. Now you're on Mahomes' jock. Guy with 30 touchdowns and 3,000 passing yards with eight games left? Yeah, I am. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? Jalen Hurts took a step forward. He is a bona fide MVP candidate. That was my favorite performance by Hertz. Coming off the loss, how would he respond? Nobody around him was playing good. Coaches sucked. Running game was really him. Wide receivers were non-factor. There was nothing going. So he had to figure it out, and he did. On the road against a high-charged-up football team. Colts are playing on emotion. They are. Playing on emotion. Hurts found a way. Some of you will go, Sills, it wasn't a very good – he won it. If you don't have Jalen Hurts on that team, you're not winning that ball game. You have no chance. You have no – if Gardner Mitchell's in there, you're getting beat. You probably would have got beat 16-3. That kid Gainwell does not belong on the field. He's not very good. I don't know where these people come off with saying that he's good. He's a dude. He's a dude. He's not good. That guy's not a good player. He's a guy. He's kind of, he's average. The guy should be on a scout team. Don't make that guy more than he's not. 
He's not casually. Dude, that old line is going to open holes for a lot of people. I, there's nothing where I go like this when I see Kenneth Gainwell play. Hey, man, wow. There's not a wow factor about him at all. Dude, what's up with Sanders? Will somebody tell me, is he on the IR? Um, you talk about milk carton? We got the milk carton boys tomorrow. What's up with Miles Sanders? Is he injured? Or are we just like getting out coach? Why is Miles Sanders the last two weeks not a factor on your football team? Where, where, where's Miles Sanders? What's the problem here? Or is Howie playing games because they got to move off him and they don't want this guy to get his 13, 1,400 yards. It, to me, and don't say that that's not like Howie to do that. He sat everybody at the end of that game a couple of years back and threw that game. Kelsey, another bad snap that cost the team points. Happens, Isaiah. Me sitting here ripping Jason Kelsey. Um, is not going to happen. The guy, he, he he's built up too much equity for me to sit there and look at him and go, you got to play better because he's he's a great ball player and an essential part of that team if they're going to do anything this year. They don't want to pay him. I think they're not paying playing Miles Sanders because Sanders is on pace for 14, or he was, until this last couple weeks here. They're just not giving him the carries. Why? Is he hurt? Does anyone know? Because I, I, I don't understand what's going on with him. Please tell us why. Tell us why aren't we one and nine if we're so awful big sales. See, look at Stan. Stan's cheering because he beat a four, six and one Colts team. And he goes, you sound like a one. Yeah. Because if you come from a place where you think that you need to improve, you're going to be in a position to be a champion. When you think you got everything going right, then you start running around stadiums, hollering and jumping in stands and doing the, uh, the Packer leap or the Lambeau leap like Nick Sirianni. We got to come up with a new leap for Lincoln Financial. Uh, the Sirianni leap. I'm getting ready for that. Pretty soon we're going to have the Sirianni leap. Nick's going to be jumping in the stands. Be doing a Sirianni leap. Act like a champion, man. Maybe if you act like a champion, you'll play like one every week. I'm telling you, these teams are figuring it out. You could see it each week. The Lincoln Leap, starring Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman. Those guys taking bows after a game against the Colts. All crying and shit. <laughs> you beat the Colts, guy. If you have an emotional issue with how they fired Frank, you're the head coach. And you're taking shots at another organization that hired you. That gave you an opportunity to work there because of Frank. Frank Wright's doing okay. He got eight million bucks to go out the door. 
Frank's okay. He got eight million bucks. Is shedding a tear for a guy who got eight million bucks out the door? Bro, so hokey. So freaking hokey. Guy acts like a high school coach. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I know, man. I saw I saw Coach Roseman. I saw Coach Roseman, co-head uh, coach, greeting everybody as they went into the locker room. I thought it was great, man. Thought it was great. Seriously, I, I, Coach Roseman, man, he was fabulous. Again, can I tell you the guy that I was most impressed with was Jalen Hurts. Jalen was the most professional guy on that field, and those two D tackles were the two best players on the defense. T.J. Edwards played well, too. Jack, what's up, brother? I was incredibly impressed with the two tackles. They were the best players, man. Seven tackles, sack, TFLs, everything. They were great. I was pleasantly surprised. Got to give it up to Tracy Rocker, too, man. I thought he put him in a good position. Dude, you guys really, I mean, that that was that was good looking. That was very good looking. Seals finding ways to shit talk the Eagles. I didn't have to. Did you not watch the game? Look at 9-1. Oh, you must have came out of that Colts game feeling even grander about a Super Bowl, right? 9-1. Shit, that team will get bounced in the opening round of a playoff game with them. You put that kind of performance out there, Brady sends your ass home again. Embarrassing fashion, too. Hey, I can't wait to see the Cowboy game now. That Cowboy game got a little bit more juiced up. Absolutely. Joseph, I love Philadelphia fans. Recording positioning matters when it comes to the Eagles because they got a good one. But with, hey, dude, this kid, this kid's getting, this kid's totally getting better. This kid's totally getting better. I, I, I thought it was a great step forward for Jalen Hurts. I came away from that game doing this. When that final second clicked off and they started pushing them back, especially in that last drive. And they ended up closing the deal to win it. I was like, man, Jalen Hurts has come a long way. You know, he's come a long way. He's putting his leadership and now his talent all together. Ugly win for him as the player and not this side freak show that was going on behind, behind the scenes here with Frank and Howie and all that other bullshit that doesn't mean anything to the outcome of a game. I don't care, Frank. Frank's what I've known Frank longer than Nick Sirianni's known Frank. We were teammates. I know Frank Wright probably 25 years more longer than he does. Okay? I don't give a shit about Frank Reich. When I'm playing a game or coaching a game, that has nothing to do with the outcome of a ball game. Nothing. On Green Bay, crying at the podium. Uh, seriously, man, I thought I was watching a soap opera. 
It's embarrassing. Well, I really love the emotion. I don't want my coach emotional like that. I want my coach to be level-headed. I want him to be Tony Dungy. When Tony Dungy was 0-8 his first year, Tony was never any more emotional than when he won the Super Bowl. He was the same. Tony Dungy could be 0-8 or just won a Super Bowl. You're going to get the same guy. You know why? Players and everyone in your organization look to leadership. Leadership has even kill mentality. And you know what they do? They give you and they look you and they give you and they reek of confidence. That doesn't reek of confidence. That reads a sidebar bullshit. A.J. Brown is not a selfish player. I thought the kid from the Colts made a good play coming up from behind and knocking the ball out. Stop doing that. I am not on A.J. Brown for fumbling that. I am not. Dude, those guys on the other side of the football get paid too. Those guys get paid too. He made a football play on A.J. Brown. The ball's not going to always bounce the Eagles' way. But when you got leadership at your quarterback position, more than more than not, you're going to push it across the finish line like you did late in that ball game to win it. See, you're not going to get this anywhere else because Pauly Shores of the world and the whips and the fanatics and all the rest of these cheerleader guys. Well, you know, it's win. And you start blowing up the Colts like you guys. Be Peyton Manning's Colts, Reggie Wayne, and Marvin Harrison. You don't get kudos for barely beating shitty teams. You got to put those teams away. You know the problem with the Eagles this year has been? You guys are right. You're 9-1. Great record. You really don't finish people off, though, do you? You keep everybody hanging around. One day that's going to matter in a game that matters. It's going to be the most critical game. And all that equity that you built up, how about this? If this football team ends up losing two games, one game, three games, you get into the playoffs and get bounced, it'll be the biggest disappointment in Eagle history. Go back to the final Eagle game against the Buccaneers in the final game at the Vet. To me, that game and that Foles game too, as you were in the playoffs against the Saints, Those two games stick out to me the most. You get bounced, it'll be the biggest collapse of all time. You are what your records... Okay. We'll see. You keep squeezing by the four and six and one teams and... The Washington Commanders, and we got the Packers now. Hey, this Packer game's going to be interesting. What Aaron Rodgers are you going to get? What Aaron Jones are you going to get? I'm going to be interested to see how that plays out. Packers pretty much have uh, loaded up the U-Hauls now. So, that, But that, that, that game is going to be interesting, but I still think the Eagles are better. The Cowboy game and the Titans game is going to be very interesting. The Titan game. You know, they really miss A.J. Brown. No, they don't. <laughs> the Titans don't miss A.J. Brown at all. Not at all. They're just fine. Sitting at 7-3, and three, they're okay. 
you know, they're going to miss him so much. Right? Tannehill just threw for 331 this past weekend, and that Traylon Burke kid had 114 yards. Hey, Big Sills, what do you think of the kid who lost his scholarship at UF? I saw that. I'll get into that later on in a couple hours from now. Sills, I wouldn't be surprised if we lose to the Packers. Got to beat that team. Don't say that. Put that team out of its misery. Sirianni's passion is what we love about him. Bad take. Really, Anton? Bad reaction, in my opinion. I hated it. You go right ahead. You root for the cheerleader. Hated it. Let me see. Can you imagine Andy Reid doing the uh, Lincoln Leap? Big old Andy, man. (laughs) Jumping in the stands at Lincoln Financial. Or Doug Peterson jumping in the stands. Or Dick Vermeil even. Talk about an emotional guy. How about Dick jumping in the stands? There hasn't been a more dominant team than the Birds this year. (laughs) until Washington got a hold of you, dominated you. Here I thought Cousins was changing. Me too, dude. Calvin, what's up, Big Sill? Saying hi from Jonestown, PA. Love it, brother. Thank you, Calvin. Seals, how can I not say that the Eagles' performance has been terrible for the last three weeks? But, But yes, know this. I'm not saying, I'm chipping away now. This is not like covering the Jets. Jets got a lot of holes, especially that shit quarterback they have. Okay? Zach Wilson's terrible. There is no hope for that kid in New York. Another turd quarterback draft by the New York Fireman Ed Jets. Sorry, Jody. He's terrible. You're not going to sit and kill that team that much because your quarterback sucks. We're trying to win a championship here. Act like it. You're talking about, hey, don't you come away from beating bad teams with not a good taste in your mouth? Or is it this for you? Hey. Do you see what we did against the Colts? Wow, that did great. I don't look at it like, man, I'll tell you what. Every time I played against an inferior team and I didn't play that hot, I couldn't wait to get out for the next week. That never left a good taste in my mouth. I don't know, man. Fireman Ed, he's back. Patriots beat him (laughs) on a punt return. Typical, 14 straight in a row. Talk about owning your draws. Brian, it should be a bad taste. Because you know why? Why Brian goes, it's a bad taste. You know why, Brian? You're expecting championship. Goddard missing is a significant reason the offense stalled. Agree, Janet. Hey, Janet, how many times did they try to set the edge and they got called for holding? How many times they get called for holding on the perimeter? Four out of the seven penalties? At least. Sills, just answer this. Why didn't Mahomes put away the Colts or the... Logan, do me a favor. 
don't bring up Mahomes in any way, shape, or form when you're taught teams lose, like you lost to the shitbag Washington Commanders, and like you struggled against the four, six, and one Colts. It happens. It happens, and they get paid too. That's why. There's a reason there's only been one undefeated team in NFL history. Teams lose. Teams lose. <laughs> Let me see this. Let's check this out here. So you guys, <laughs> you're not really comparing Patrick Mahomes. Bro, it's Mahomes and everyone else for MVP. Jalen second, and then it's the third guy is far distance too. Patrick Mahomes statistics, 2022. Look at this. He's got 3,200 yards. 28 touchdown passes. Only seven picks. And he's got eight games left? That guy's going to throw for 5,500 yards. 55 touchdowns. Yeah, you're right. You're close. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're close. Whew. Hey, don't try to use my logic. Come <laughs> Yeah, right. Hey, let's take a look at Jalen's stats. What'd you get? 14 touchdown passes. Jalen Hurts, 2022 stats. And other two two weeks in a row, he's under. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Last five weeks, he's only gone over 240 yards twice. He's got 2,400 yards, 15 touchdowns. With with seven games left, 106. So you think he's getting a 4,000? He's going to throw for 1,600 more yards over the next seven weeks. Somebody told me. Xander told me he's going to throw for 7,000 yards and 75 touchdowns. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Rushing touchdowns, baby. You better have rushing touchdowns. You got beat by the Colts, dog. How many rushing touchdowns? Okay, let me, hey, let me, let me add... How many rushing touchdowns does Patrick Mahomes have this year in 2022? He's got one, so he's got 29. Jalen, baby! It's Mahomes. And it's second. He's second in, like, QBR. I mean, this guy's unbelievable, man. What you watched last night, he was amazing. Jeff Saturday outcoached the Eagle offensive coaches. I thought it was one of the most embarrassing things I've seen all year. There was a guy who was who was in a booth three weeks ago breaking down film for NFL Countdown, and he outcoached you guys all day yesterday. Unbelievable.
But Saturday lost. Congratulations. You beat the Colts. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy. Eagles should play me over Gainwell. Okay, Gainwell's not a good player. I keep hearing people tell me he's good. He's not. Because, hey, do you guys remember what I, hey, Xander, right? You guys remember what I said to you on Friday? This game should not be close. Remember what I said? I can't see the Colts scoring over 17 points. Just so happens they scored 16. And I also said this. We'll know after the first quarter if this is going to be a game or not. As soon as they took that ball down the field, I knew it would be a four-quarter game. Four-quarter was a 58-minute game. Actually, a 59-minute game against that team. How you done? Yeah, you almost got beat by... You almost got beat by a guy who was wearing a ESPN blazer. Unbelievable. TJ Edwards, I thought, played well. Um, Kaiser White, not so well. The two guys in the middle were a factor. Okay? They were a factor. They, they, they clearly were. Held the team under 300 yards. The defense stepped up. Gets a very limited offensive football team. The only guy you had on that field that was worth a shit was Jonathan Taylor. And it made it a one-point game. <laughs> Kaiser White. I agree. Okay. Hey, and Robert Quinn? Dude. They got to figure something out with him. Or cut him. Or cut him. Hey, by the way, the Vikings, here's one thing we have now come to understand about the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings cannot win when they're in the spotlight. They had that game at home against the Cowboys. And the Cow- that game was so out of hand that the network switched it to the Bengal game. They took the Cowboys off the television. They never take Cowboy games off TV. Traditionally, the highest ranked games. And put the Bengals-Pittsburgh game on. I was like, what? They put the Bengals and the Steelers on. They destroyed them. Dak looked great. Running game looked great. Tony Pollard looked great. They, you could say they got O-line issues. <laughs> You're, it's going to be a tough team. That Cowboy, the Cowboys, now, again, I want to see them be more consistent. Here's the one thing I'll say. I think their offense is better right now than the Eagle offense. And if you played a game against them, they'd put up way more points than you. However, I want to see Dallas do it consistently. I want to see the Cowboys do this consistently. 
They have not been able to put these games back-to-back. And by the way, they got beat by that Packer team up at Lambeau. Mr. International, I mean, Justin Jefferson, for the season that he's having, dude, you, you, you can't lose to the Cowboys and then turn around and the Eagles dust you too. And every time your football team, by the way, they're still the number two seed. Greg says, you have a better chance of winning the Powerball than run through Linville Joseph and Dominican Sue. They were great. They really were. And they played with great effort. I, I, I saw some get-off too, man. I did. I saw some get-off. Dak chokes when it counts. You know what's funny? You guys talk about Dak Prescott choking. Coming from an organization that hasn't won anything with this current coach or quarterback, it's rich. You have won nothing. Nothing. You don't even have a hat yet. Oh, wait, you do. You made the playoffs last year. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing you've won. That's that's what makes Sirianni and his dopey antics look childish. I mean, I could see if, if, if Frank Reich was dying of cancer or something or this guy's on a respirator or he's got COVID or what have you. He's got $8 million out the door. He'll get another head coaching job. Shit, the Eagles will probably hire him. Relax. It's okay. I didn't really like how the Colts ant. Dude. <laughs> what have you won? You have no equity in this league yet. You have no equity. Dak has no equity. Dak has zero equity with me, as does Cousins. Omar, Sills wants a ring in week one. You god dang right I do, Omar. I want a ring in week one, week two, week three, all the way through to week 20. You're damn right. Play like you're a champion every single freaking time you step on the field, and you'll never be let down. Never let down. You're damn right. You go into every game with a championship mentality, Omar. Not some weak-ass, lame-ass attitude. You play like a champion. You think like a champion. You walk like a champion. You practice like a champion all the time. Or why do it? Charles goes, really? Tampa looking? Hey, Charles, before you start talking about the Bucks, you better take that nasty uh, taste out of your mouth after they beat the shit out of you in the playoffs. <laughs> Look, talking shit on Brady and the Bucks after they waxed you. Got commentators screaming at Jalen. By the way, does Jalen throw to anybody else? I mean, does he throw to anybody else? I mean, let's see here. Do you know Quiz Watkins has 12 catches on the year? 12. 
Let's see. Smith had six. Brown had five. So 11 catches between those two dudes. Jesus, criminy. <laughs> Talk about not spreading it around. I wish we had the Bucks this week. No, you don't. Not after that performance against the, the greatness of the Colts. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. What, you think he would have beat Brady with that performance you had against the Colts? He'd have put four touchdowns on you. Really? (laughs) Sills is a Tampa fan? Once again, I don't root for any team. You got me wrong. I've told you this. I root for winning football and content. Sills is a fan of any organization that would give him a gig. Bro, I've worked with so many. It's all good. Hired personally by Al Davis. Personally, Dan, how'd you like to come and do the pre and post game show for the Oakland Raiders? Mr. Davis, thank you. <laughs> hey, congratulations. You beat a shitty Colts team. And your court and your coach is in the stands doing the Lincoln Leap. He's doing the Lincoln Leap. <laughs> I was I was I was watching that shit, man. And he wasn't scream which is he wasn't screaming at any call. It, it's dopey. It's totally dopey. I'm not sure I've ever seen a coach do that. An NFL head coach. That's why we love him though, Dan. No, you don't. You don't hold on. You like him. I like him. Moshe got the best of him there. <laughs> I don't know. My coach is crying and jumping, doing the Lincoln leap. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. Hey, I'm a little embarrassed for him, actually, man. Hey, I, 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 I won't lie to you, man. I'm a little embarrassed for your coach here on a Monday. You know, the guy's in tears. He's hugging Coach Roseman, and he's doing the Lincoln leap, and He's telling everybody how shitty the Colts organization is after he beats them because they fired a guy who gave him eight million bucks out the door. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would. I, I really. I was embarrassed. Oh, he's a funny character. Yeah, love coach. I bet you do. Raider fans hated Dan too. Not likely, kid. Not likely. I'll post a shitload of pictures of me in the black hole with them broadcasting. I'm the only man in the history of the black hole broadcasting a show on radio live from the black hole. Hertz needs 227 yards per game to reach 4,000. I'll still bet on it. 
Yeah, because why? Last couple of weeks he's been throwing for it. He's a CEO type coach. CEOs jump in the stands. So Elon Musk jumps in the stands at Twitter. They got a nice mezzanine section. And as soon as he walked in with that sink and all that shit, Elon Musk jumped into the uh into the Twitter stands doing the like the wave. <laughs> I thought Nick was gonna do the wave, man. That's why they play for him. Look at Omar. Omar, this ain't high school, dude. You you play for the Eagles because you get paid $9 million a year. You think I'm playing because the coach is up there doing the Lambo, doing the Lincoln Leap? <laughs> I think you don't understand professional football. When I get a million dollars deposited to my account every Tuesday, that's what I'm playing for. And that's what every other NFL guy in that building is playing for. What, do you think Dominick Sue took a cheap $2 million and a half, $2.5 million deal? Hey, you know, I'll come play for nothing. Because, you know, it's the Eagles. These guys are crazy. Embarrassing. I'd like to thank everybody, especially Coach Roseman, for showing up at the door. What's up with Howie, too? Can Howie lay in the weeds? And let all the things that he's done with that organization take shape? Or does he have to really throw himself out there so everybody knows that he's doing all this too? Does he really have to be out front and center? I think that's a dopey look too. He'll be doing the Lincoln Leap with the Lombardi Trophy. Anton, he does that? I'll do the Lincoln Leap. I'll do the Lincoln Leap. If, if, if he's... Hey, my favorite thing is watching Brady all drunk and shit throwing the Lombardi Trophy in, in Tampa Bay right there from boat to boat. What was that, number seven? Yeah, but you'll beat him, right? <laughs> Sirianni looked like a Frisbee jumping in the stand. <laughs> oh, my God. Win or lose, Dan's always negative towards the Eagles. Not true, man. I said, without Jalen Hurts... You are nowhere in that game. You got beat 16-3 for sure. J- Jalen's not your quarterback. You don't, you're, 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 you're smacked around in that game. You're lucky. Hurts will reach 4,000 while losing his best pass target and got it for four weeks. Well, oh, that's a proclamation, not fact, but okay. Sean, that's a proclamation, my friend, is what that's called. That's not a fact. And we did beat them. Eagles are too balanced off. They're not balanced. Marina, what were you watching Sunday? Balanced? Quez Watkins has 12 catches this year. Balanced? Let's see. Here, watch this. I'll show you something here in the last month and a half for uh, Devontae Smith. 18 for 148. Let's add this up now. He's got 24 catches. He's got 78. So in the last month and two weeks, Devontae Smith has 24 catches for 226 yards. Yeah, that's spreading it around. (laughs) Yeah, it's balanced. 
Is Jalen Hurts better than Watson now? Absolutely not. Sills can't spell proclamation. No, but you know what I can spell? Cheerleader. <laughs> Jalen hit seven different receivers yesterday. Then how come the number is under 200 yards passing? Hassan got off the bus. I saw him. I couldn't believe it. Shit, man, I was getting ready to get in my teepee and send out smoke signals. Hassan. Hassan. I was going to go in my teepee and start sending out smoke signals. But he showed up, man. Hassan showed up. So he's not a milk carton kid this week. And only 25 throws. Smith has more catches than AJ. Yeah, and I could promise you this. Devontae Smith will probably have 890 yards in receiving yards this year. <laughs> we'll have a worse year than he did a year ago. A couple more catches. Yeah, he's on pace. Did Sills give Hurts any credit today? Absolutely. Hey, Zeus, you don't have Jalen Hurts, you don't win that ball game. You don't. You don't. Watson's going to be washed when it comes back, guaranteed. Okay, tell you what. Just like everyone, you 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 keep with Jalen. I'll stick with Josh Allen. I'll stick with Mahomes. I'll stick with Deshaun Watson. I'll stay with them dudes. You can have your guy. His great. So let me get this right. Jalen Hurts had almost as many carries as he had completions. That'll work out. Hey, how's Justin Fields' shoulder doing? How's Justin Fields' shoulder doing? Remember I said that. I'm going to leave it there. You keep running Jalen Hurts 16 times, he won't finish the year. He won't finish the year. You got Tennessee coming up. I think you lose that game. You're not better coached than that team. You're not better coached. I can't wait for that game. I think you'll beat Green Bay. I think you beat Green Bay. Allen is a born loser because your guys won nothing. Zero. <laughs> yeah, you're right. When you watch Josh Allen play, you see Jalen Hurts, right? Field squat 600, man. I got to take a time out. I do want to hit on, there's so much to go here. Playoff picture. A little bit more kudos on the defense. I got to start giving some kudos on the defense. Gary Cobb, Fox 29 at the bottom of the hour, and hour number two, as always. Um... Dak Prescott, God, there's so much. A.J. Brown, where are you, bro? Patrick Mahomes, and there's Quez Watkins again. 12 catches all year long. I thought he was going to be a factor this year. Please hit the like button. Hour number two. Keep it here on the National Football Show.
Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. Getting emotional. <laughs> oh my god! I, I I'm sorry. I <laughs> I, I don't know what. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta wipe my tears away. Yeah, I'm very emotional over Frank too. You know. Very emotional. <laughs> Oof. Reyes, how you doing, brother? <laughs> Greg, hang on, hang on, hang on, Greg. Gary Cobb, bottom of the aisle. Oh, very emotional for Gary, too. 
uh, my my friend got fired um, with the Colts, and he's <laughs> sitting at home making eight million dollars. And the Eagles want to hire him. So do the Jaguars. Um, and other teams are going to look at him as head coach, but uh, very emotional. <laughs> Let me jump in the stands. I, I, man, I don't know, man. I just, you know, I'd like my coaches to have a little bit more professionalism. Guys love Coach Sirianni. You know the only reason that that thing kind of works a little bit? Because there are some guys that are in that locker room that have a tie to Frank, like Jason Kelsey. So I could see that. It's the only reason it's not completely pathetic is because there are some dudes in that locker room that have a tie to Frank. It probably, you know, they didn't win that game for Frank. Nick wanted to win it for Frank. The players didn't want to win it for Frank. Frank. They're winning it for home field advantage. You think at any time, any one of those Colt players or any one of those Eagle players were thinking about Frank Reich? The only guy that made it about Frank was the head coach. So why would he put himself in front of the team like that when those guys weren't even thinking that? They wanted to get the hell out of Indianapolis with a win and stay ahead of the Cowboys and the Vikings. That's the only thing they wanted to do coming out of that. Had nothing to do with Frank, but yet the coach had to make it about him. He made it about him. Dumb. Bro, if you got some shit like that, that's something personal, talk to your teammates inside, talk to your players inside the locker room privately. That's a private conversation. Guys, this game means a lot to me. And you have closed doors on it. Hey, this means a lot because, you know, Frank helped me get the job in Philly. And it means a lot to me. You know exactly what I'm talking about here. Playoffs. As Jim Moore would say, speaking of Colts. The playoff picture right now. What a great quarterback we watched last night. Justin Herbert looked great, too. Chiefs have the bye as of right now here on November 21st, Thanksgiving week. Chiefs have the bye. Guess, get this. The Dolphins are in the two-hole. There's the Titans again, sitting in the three-hole. Ravens are four. Bills, five. Patriots, six. Bengals seven. Here would be if the playoffs started today. Bengals, Dolphins. Patriots, Titans. Ravens, Bills. Wow. NFC. Eagles get the bye. Vikings in the two-hole still. Seahawks, three. Bucks, four. Cowboys, five. Giants, six. 49ers, seven. Your opening round NFC playoffs would be with the Eagles having home field advantage. Vikings, 49ers. Poof. 49ers wax that team. Seahawks, Giants. Probably take the Seahawks in that game. 
Bucks and Cowboys. That'd be a great game. And the winner of that game would take on the Eagles. How you doing? Woo. You get Brady again? <laughs> yeah, you put that Colts performance up there. You put that Colts performance up there. I could promise you. Hey, Dan, if football is week to week, league are Cowboys getting overhyped and Eagles supposedly getting lucky with the Colts. The Phillies ace. Now you're asking me a legitimate question now. Cowboys are always overhyped. And I never said that the Colts were lucky or the Eagles were lucky. They won because they're better players. And you have a quarterback who's level-headed, unlike your coach. I mean, I absolutely, you're, you're just more talented. You're more talented than the Texans. You're more talented than the Washington Commanders. You're beating teams with talent right now, not scheme. You think that offensive scheme that you put out there? How about letting Nick Sirianni's emotions get the best of him in coaching? How come nobody in your city, in your fine city, will say the truth? Nick Sirianni let his emotions get the best of him in his coaching decisions on Sunday, and it showed, and it sucked. Do you know why? Because they, they want a key to the Novacare Center or a fob to get in. Pathetic. Saints won. I know that sucks. I would love a rematch with the Bucks. Well, you just might get your uh, wish. Yale, the offense was, but but Yale, I went Yale. I'm gonna make sure that I keep emphasizing this. That was a step forward for Jalen Hurts. That was a step forward. Nothing was going right. Everything fumbles. The coaches being too emotional. Nick Sirianni was too emotional as a head football coach in that game on Sunday. And Jeff Saturday, for 58 minutes, completely outcoached him. And it was Jalen who called that play at the end and called his own number to get that ball in the end zone. Jalen took the football in his own hands at the end when he started taking off running. You saw it like I did, too. They weren't doing anything spectacular. He won that game. They know he won that game. That may have been Hertz's best performance. They needed him the most. After a bye, I was impressed with him. That's the most I've been impressed with Jalen Hurts all year. You know, even more so than the Viking game. Way, way more impressed. Because it was complete leadership. Complete doing whatever he needed to, sacrificing, running, didn't care what he had to do. He did everything right. Called his own number. The coaches were in their own way on Sunday. Is it why am I the only one that sees this? The coaches, look at how unraveled Sirianni was after the game. He's bawling and screaming in the stands. And your quarterback was the only guy with a level head on his shoulder, and he called the plays basically at the end of that drive that they needed to get a game-winning drive. They couldn't kick a field goal. 
They had to get a touchdown, and he did it. The coach was all over the place. His staff was unraveled. Jalen, dude, it was clearly a step forward as a guy that will do whatever it's going to take to win a ball game. I'm going to say it again, man. That's as impressive as a win you can get. And Seals, you just were, yeah, because the coaches didn't prepare the team good enough. Jalen went out and did that shit. Dude, you got to give that kid a lot of love here, man. That's why Sal Pal called him Coach Jalen Hurts. Dude, that coaching staff was useless for the Eagles offensively. We'll get the defense here in a minute. They were useless on Sunday. Shane Steichen called the worst game since he's been the play caller. And, and, and by the way, some of you are going like, that. yeah, you know why? I'm down on the coaching. I'm not down on them. I'm not down on the players. Have you heard me criticize the players? I'm not down on it. Did you hear me criticize A.J. Brown for fumbling? No. Did you hear me criticizing Miles Sanders for not getting the ball? No. Did you hear me criticizing anybody of, of player-wise? Anybody. Anybody. Give me one player on offense I criticized. I haven't criticized one Philadelphia Eagle player. One. It's the play calling, Shakir. It's the play calling why Smith doesn't have enough catches. It's the play calling. Dude, they're catching up with them. I'm just saying. Shane Steichen, I don't know. That was terrible. I mean, you're talking about the Colts. Are the Colts a good defense? I don't know. Middle of the road? Five-star, but that's the first time I see the offensive coaches suck out loud. Backup plan. The offense play calling was terrible, but they don't drop the ball and don't get the penalties. It could be an entirely different conversation. Agreed. That's kind of – look, man, I'm not criticizing – look, I think the players, man, they were in a tough ball game because their coaches put them in a tough ball game. I agree with you, Dan. Without our talent alone, it would be bottom feeders. Can Gannon and our coaching get us to the promised land? That's going to be the $20 million question. That's my problem too, man. Those guys are coaching like they've never been in anything. 215, I said the coordinators will cost us before the season ending. That is my – hey, guys, I'm sorry if that's not where my take has landed. I totally apologize. This is not on the players. I'm not ripping the players. I am, I'm going to get, like I said, to the defense here in a minute. I swear to you, man, I'm, I'm not ripping the players. That coaching staff sucked offensively. They sucked. Philly goes, you can't change personality. He's being him. Okay. 
so my quarterback has more poise than my coach. Dude, don't let that caught. Hey, let me ask you guys an honest question. I'm going to lay a scenario out for you. I'm going to lay a scenario out for you. Tell me how you feel. You're in a stretch run. You get to the Super Bowl. Nick Sirianni's with his pencil in his ear like he's at Patricia. He's been doing the Lincoln Leap. And Jalen walks over and goes, let's do the Philly special. Okay, let's run it. You think that's the reaction you get out of that coaching staff in a moment like that when you watch your coach getting ready to do the wave with the fans? Really? You need poise in moments like that. That was one of the greatest poise moments I have ever seen in Super Bowl freaking history. Dude, every time I talk about it, it gives me cold, gives me goosebumps. That gives me goosebumps. Foles just walks over to the side and he just goes like this. How do you trust a backup quarterback who's outplaying Brady? Let's run the Philly special. Okay, let's run it. I'll, dude, I'll never, ever forget that moment in Super Bowl. It's one of the most poignant moments in history. It's one of the greatest moments I've ever seen. Okay. And the head coach going, okay, let's run it. So you're right. Shane. Hey, hey, Xander, can you please put up the super chat again? I, I missed it here. I want to make sure that. Seals, you're right. Shane called the terrible game. You got to create nasty plays. Got to change every week. That's what Frank did as an OC in 17. Now you guys are getting it. Hey, listen, once again, if you guys thought I was dumping on the players, I swear to you, I'm not. I'm dumping on that coaching staff. Keep your freaking poise. Come on, can you have a little fun? Yeah, in the locker room. With your guys. Not making a spectacle of yourself. It, it, how about this? He probably had all well good intentions. Half that stadium probably took it as the opposite. Why even go there? Why put a target on your chest? Because when you start screwing up and things aren't going all hunky-dory for you, then you look like a clown. It's like the turnover chain. You know why Mario's... Mario asked me, Sills, what are you making a turnover chain? I said, you should put it in the toilet. He goes, why? If you're going to give the turnover chain, do it in the locker room. Don't do it on the sideline when you're getting beat by 17 points. Because then it looks stupid. Or you got a turnover chain when guess what? You're five and six. It's stupid. Turnover chain. You do that shit in the locker room. Dude, when did, when did it get to a point in today's society when the NFL or players and coaches can't have the moment in the locker room for themselves? Why does everything have to be so out there like that? And these modern coaches make themselves part of the game so much more. Even Belichick doesn't do Belichick never makes himself part of the game. Not even Vermeil ever did. 
Look, the Batman cape with the players. Look, Kelsey, you're not going to get me shitting on him. You're just not. All right. This is, again, what I'm going to say. You, you, you got into a position where your head football coach was so emotional in this game. And it was the poise of the quarterback that carried him through. I mean, I'll say it again to you. You almost got out coached by a guy who was an analyst doing what I do and what Gary Cobb does. And this guy was in a booth and he was in a studio two weeks ago and you completely almost got out coached. Uh, the defense I thought was great. The offense, in my opinion, that was the worst game plan I've seen in a long time. And if it wasn't for Jalen Hurts, you do not win that game. Let's bring in our friend from Fox 29, Gary Cobb and Gary I'll tell you what, man, thank God for Jalen Hurts being on that field because as emotional as Nick Sirianni was, and I think that got in the way of his fourth and ten in the Mm -hmm. third. I'm like, dude, you're on the road. Your offense is sputtering. (laughs) Get the freaking points. Give the kid. You got one of the best field goal kickers in the league. Yeah. Give him a shot at it here. I just – I don't want to make the question. Give me your takeaway on what you said. Well, you know, I'll tell you this, you know. As players, how many of your buddies do you see get cut? It's part of the job. And Gary, he got eight million. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Yeah, guy's not out on the street. I mean, you know, and and I understand that you feel for a guy, but you don't let it get in the way of your coaching and get all caught up in that. I mean, come on, man. You know, uh, I, I think he's done a good, pretty good job as a coach and everything, but he's got to get over some of this kid stuff. I mean, he t- he talks to the press too much. He tells things really you shouldn't be telling. Yep, 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 yep. And then this all this stuff about Frank Reich. Look, Frank Reich is a grown man. Like you said, he walked walked away with eight million. Frank is not sitting somewhere hurting. You know what I mean? And you can't get like that. Come on, there are going to be other things that happen. Things that happen in your private life. Come on. You know, times your parents have passed or something, something very special to you. But you got to go do your job. We don't want to hear all of that stuff. Frank Reich, come on. How many coaches have been fired? How many coaches have you seen act like that about? Come on. We know somebody mentored you, and they're probably not working anymore. That's part of the You game, know, Gary, I thought he was going to do the Lincoln leap into the stands there, man. I mean. I know. After he's over there yelling, I mean. That come on, that stop the Harry High School stuff, man. <laughs> that's I. You know what? And again, to me, that's that's internal locker room stuff where you yeah. go to your guys, and there's guys in that locker room, Gary, yeah. that have an affection for Frank. They played right. for him in seventh. Yep, dude, leave that he helped them win the a Super Bowl. Room. He helped them win a Super Bowl. So you know, the guys, look. But how many times, if you're in the NFL, how many guys? No guys that got fired. I mean, come on. How many guys in the NFL, no guys that got fired? All of us. <laughs> hey, Gary, and he's crying. And I'm I'm, I'm going like, hey, I, I, listen, I get the emotion, and I yeah. totally understand it, but uh-huh. your quarterback can't be the guy with the most poise. And I want to go into Jalen. Yeah. I tell you, Gary, I thought – in my opinion, he took a step forward. Yeah. He did everything that they needed to do. That offense was sputtering. 
And he took that thing under his wing and he got that ball in the end zone late in that ball game. Uh And I'll tell you what, I don't know about you, man, that kid's, that was a, that was an impressive. Yes, it was. It was impressive. It it was impressive. And the kids got poised. And uh, I think the, you know, the other players gleaned from it because offensively, man, that was a horrible game. You know, they uh, they just get to where they just want to throw the ball every play. What is, what is that? Hurry up offense where you want to throw the ball every play. What I mean, like, what are you doing? I would have a talk with Shane, uh, this offensive coordinator, man. Come on, look. We, we got these big horses up front. We got to run the ball, man. Because, you know, I know you see something there uh, that you can throw the ball and everything, but we still run it because we have to have the type we got to be able to take part of the game where we're the toughest guys on this field we can run the ball when we want to we're gonna always let the defense know look just so you guys are sure we run the ball when we want to we don't care who's over there and and you got to have that because sometimes you got to be able to run the ball and you know and and i and i i appreciate all of the um some of the things they do but you know they got to watch doing too many things is miles sanders hurt gary I, I don't know that he's hurt. No, he's not hurt. <laughs> he's Gary, not hurt. I got to listen to my conspiracy theory here. With yeah, this. with all these guys they're putting in, you're right. I mean, what are they doing? I, I don't get it, man. Dude, game, listen, Gainwell versus, why is Gainwell in a game? I know. And, and not Miles Sanders. And I'm That's going right. like this. Is it because Howie doesn't want to pay this guy? He's on pace for four. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Gary, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy guy, but <laughs> right. it, I mean, the guy's having a nice year. Why are yeah. you not playing him? I, I mean, I don't see it, especially when you want to get your running game going. They decided to run the ball. And then I look up Boston Scott's in the game. Why? Well, like, look, you know, I mean, Boston Scott, great guy. But come on, little bitty Boston Scott. Let little Boston Scott look, keep looking at the game like he's been. I don't know why they put them in there uh, in those at those times because Miles is the guy who's got got some size. Of course, he could fast faster than any of them, and he get you know you, uh, the running back gets into a rhythm. You you want the guy in there's already in a rhythm, not a guy that's fresh off the bench has not caught carried the ball one time. You got him in there at the key part of the game. I don't I don't understand some of the things they're doing, uh, and I just would. I want to see them get more balanced. Look, don't get to where you just throw. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ball every play. Come on. And, of course, you know, uh, they, they, got, they can't be turning the ball over. They had some, some turnovers that – Six in the last up. two weeks. Yeah, they got to clean that up, man. How about this, Gary? Do you agree that one of the major – assets that Dallas Goddard brought how many times in those seven penalties did the tight ends get holding penalties on trying to set the edge yeah. I'll tell you this they miss his offensive production Gary uh-huh. but him setting the edge on those defensive ends yeah it was a glaring issue and yep. Indianapolis doesn't really have really great pass rushers yep. they struggled with that on setting the edge on trying to get the uh running backs to the outside 
Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, you could say over and over and over again, Dallas Goddard is underrated, man. Absolutely. He's one of the, I think he's the best tight end. I mean, when you talk about complete tight end, he, he does everything. Yep. He's outstanding at everything. And they clearly miss him because as a blocker, you know, I, I was telling you, I, I'm looking at the, you know, replay of, of the game and I'm, you know, taking some time to look at everything. I'm seeing they got him going there blocking the defensive tackle. He's blocking the defensive end one-on-one on a sweep. Uh, you know, then, of course, they're throwing those uh, – uh, the different routes to him, and uh, they're throwing screens to him. And they have so much of the offense that features him because he's got unique skills, and they can depend on him a lot of times to beat the guy who's covering him because there's a, no, no linebackers can cover him, and most of the safeties can't cover him because he's got that combination of size and speed. And then after he gets the ball, he's one of their best ball carriers next to probably, you know, uh, you know somebody like Miles uh, out in the open field. I mean, he's, he's the best uh, when it comes to tight ends carrying the ball after he catches it. So they really do miss him. But, you know, um, I tell you, they got their hands – I mean, they got their work cut out for them because they, they, they're not going to have him for, I don't know, Three or four weeks yes. or more. Three more weeks now, and then you don't know what it's going to be for his injury after that. Yep. I mean, we're assuming because that's the IR minimum yeah. is four weeks. So That's right. We you don't know, know they're, yet. They're not the same team without him. I'll be honest. They're, they're just not the same team without him. So they've got, a way, uh, they've got to find a way to make up for that. And they're playing some of their most important games are coming up. You know? Especially against teams like Tennessee that run the rock like that, That's too, right. and they got some good players. Hey, yep. Gary, over on the defensive side, I will say this to you. I was really surprised how well that that kid Joseph and Sue played. Yeah, they, they showed did. up, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what, they held that team under a C note. Yep. A week previous, Jonathan Taylor had 147 uh, yards on 22 carry, 28 carries against yep. the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised how well they played? I was. I mean, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, they are vets. You know, right. they know the ropes. Uh, and, and, you know, they're the kind of guys who, uh, they, you know, they, they stay in shape, you know, because these guys knew they were going to play for somebody. Yep. It's just a matter of who were they going to play for. And, and they were waiting because they wanted to play for a playoff team. They wanted to play off, you know, and, and they got the shot to do that. I mean, they're in a position where they can do that. They made millions and millions. It's not where there's so much as the money. It's the fact that they want to be able to play for a team that's got a chance to win, you know, a Super Bowl or at least go deep in the playoffs and things. So they can pick their spot and, and they're pros, you know, and that's the big thing that I got to give Howie credit is he doesn't bring guys in here that are not pros. You know, you can bring guy in that played a long time, but he's got the kind of personality where he's going to be disruptive. They've made it a point. They don't want those guys because they're more, <laughs> more headaches, you know, like, um, OBJ, really. He could be a plus, but he could go in and be trouble, man. You know, depending on, you know, because of the ego. You you need guys that could go in there. Maybe because he's gotten older. Maybe he will be cool. But uh, wherever you picking up a veteran guy who, who, who's got a certain reputation, who's got a name where he's going to be an influence on the younger guys, you got to get a guy that's a team guy that's not a disruptor. And that's what they've made it a point of doing. And that's why, with you know, uh, with uh, Joseph and Sue, both of those guys, team-oriented guys, mature. You know, they're not going to be coming up with nonsense. And they show up ready to play. So I guess I'll say I'm surprised, but then, then again, maybe I'm not. Because right, they're 10, 
They're 10 plus year guys. That's here. right. Would you agree that this is probably the best game that TJ Edwards has had in the last couple of um, yeah. weeks here? Because I thought he showed up and I thought he really played well. And it probably and is because really he's, got, a pre- he's clean. He's clean now. Yeah, because he's clean because of the two guys in front of him. That's right. He's clean. Those guys are going to eat up blocks and he knows he can scrape. And, uh, you know, and they're in there and, and, you know, and there's a comfort with that. So that probably has something to do with it. But he, pl- he played very well. And uh, I, they're going to have to play very well because they got they're going to have some uh, some fights coming up, and uh, they're going to have to start playing better though. They got to play better than they did uh, in that game because uh, the teams they're going to play they're going to play against some better teams, and and they want to be going up like this. I mean, you have to look over there at the Cowboys. You know, they had that ugly loss the week before, but they look good. Uh, you know, oh, they, no, they, they look good they, yesterday. I, I think right now, Gary, I think they have the best offense between the two teams. Only mm-hmm. because Goddard's out, yeah, and that's the only reason that I yeah, would say probably, Dallas right now yeah, and Dax probably right. himself a little. Yeah. That leads me to AJ. Are you concerned? Do you think he's injured or something? Because he's not been very productive the last yeah. couple of weeks. You know, I, I I don't like where he is right now. I mean, it, it just uh, he's having mishaps, and I think it's just a matter of um, you know uh, getting that ball in his hands early. You know, uh, feed him some, uh, but you know, but I think that um, that just getting too gimmicky. I, you know, even though some of it's worked, like you know the the play that they scored on. You know, you know that's great and everything, but that's gimmicks. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, you're tricking people. Then you're gonna get in there with somebody you can't trick. Now, you got you got to still be able to run the ball, see, because uh, even in that game on on a, uh, there was a fourth down. Where you know they do that count inside, they're 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 playing the count game. Where uh, how many people do they have in the box and all that? Well, they had one of the DBs. He snuck in there. He was in the box. He, I don't think uh, Jason. Uh, he didn't. I mean, Jalen didn't see him, and so he handed the ball off, and and the guy made the play, and and they stopped him on the fourth down. I don't want to. They, they don't get so gimmicky. You got this big line. I like it when you just mash people off so you let them know, look, we can do this when we want to. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> when we get ready to, we mash you and we run the ball on you because they they do all of the option things and it's a lot of it's gimmicky. You know, when somebody does a good job with the, with, with the angles they take and they take some things away, I don't want them to get caught and go, oh, what can we do? Look, you got that big line there. Let's use some of that size and get to where we do some double teams and we come off on there. But we always got to be able to enforce our will on the other team because they're going to need that uh, before the season's out because you're going to get against uh, teams that are going to take away some of the the counts and some of the options that they do. How about this, And, and then I don't want to see um, Jalen doing too much running. How about the – and again, too, and let me expand on that, and I'll get yeah. to the question I was going to ask you. 16 carries now. I mean, we're watching what Justin Fields is going through right now. It hurts his shoulder here. I mean, you're playing with fire with this here because you have no one on that roster that mimics this guy what he does. And if you don't have a quarterback that can move – and I don't think this guy Gardner Minshew can go in there and do what he does he can't, he when can't, it comes no. to using his wheels – yeah, boy, you're. I mean, Gary, you you've got to get back to figuring out your run game. Why are they That's, getting away from it? Well, you know, uh, because you know they they they're doing the. Options. Are they out thinking okay. themselves? 
I, I think I, I don't like what I don't like the way they're going. I, you know, you can do this, you know, where you're doing the count and you've got Jalen doing all the option, but you've got a big physical offensive line. Let these guys mash people and run the ball because I don't want you to get too reliant on on Jalen running the ball because, like you said, all it takes is one hit. One hit. And I tell you, you know, back in the day, oh yeah, the way we way we played, somebody would take that hit. <laughs> oh no! Hey, you want to take off running? Hey, someone's gonna get an earful of this thing here, man. Absolutely, right. that guy's gonna pay for that if you take off running. Now you yep. can't hit these guys like they used to, but I but mean, you know, I'm telling you, all you all it takes is one hit, and then their season is not the same. One hit. That's why, you know, uh, you celebrate the runs and everything. But I don't like the fact that you want to be so dependent on him as a runner. Now, I don't mind him escaping to throw the ball and everything. But when you just got all these calls for him to run, all it takes is one where he doesn't see somebody. You know, the guy's coming out of the blind side, doesn't see him. Whack, you know. Gary, then, there was at least seven designed run plays for him. I know. You saw, and you're like, Wow, you want to put your MVP candidate? What team puts an MVP candidate in harm's way like that? I mean, and then get this. People will point to Baltimore, and I'll go, well, there's a reason the last two years that Lamar Jackson hasn't finished the season is because right. they have put his ass in harm's way. Yeah. These guys are close to winning this thing. Here, let me get over to this yep. with, with, with Darius Slay. Gary, can it be that we're seeing a little of attrition wearing him out a little bit because he's getting beat more regularly in games than what I've seen. Is that a possibility? We're just seeing him because again, if you're not getting any pass rush and you're being, you're being asked to make plays in the run game, which corners don't really like to hit anybody like, you no. know, I mean, <laughs> is that kind of what we're seeing here a little bit that the defense is getting worn out a bit? I think so. And, and they are making their corners tackle. And, you know, um, you know, Slay can say what he wants. I mean, he's a great corner and everything. But you can see he's not crazy about tackling. Oh, no, he'll no. go in there and tackle some. But that's not his favorite thing. So uh, they're making the safeties tackle. And they're doing it on the other side, the, uh, the Bradbury, too. They, you know, but that's what uh, they're doing around the league. They will go ahead and, and, um, and crack and make the corner have to play rather than letting the safety make the tackle. Cause they know safeties will tackle more than corner. They make the corner have to make the tackle. A lot of times because the corner is not eager to make the tackle, he's going to give up yardage, especially if you've got a good back that you're handing the ball off to. So teams do that. Uh, but uh, you know, these are going to be, uh, this is going to be interesting time for this team because they got to play better. They, they, uh, they've gotten sloppy. They're turning the ball over. Uh, you, you're not seeing the, the offense really is the, is the thing. I think you said it, which is they just did not play well. If the defense hadn't played as well as, as they did, meaning like you had the turnovers and they were able to keep them uh, out of the end zone, uh, they would have lost that game. So they got to come out. They got to get sharper. And the thing is you want the consistency, things you can always go to, the way you can move that ball. And that's why I would like to see them, uh, you know, let, let's go to some uh, – using our size and our physicality on the line rather than getting too gimmicky with all of the options, you know, and I don't want to be dependent on Jalen to, to be running the ball too much. Come on. You, you're playing with fire. 
And you know, if he goes down, you know, then that hey, the party's over, man. Hey, there ain't no Nick Foles. There ain't no Nick Foles behind him. But but Gary, I gotta do this. Um, I'm getting very emotional over this interview here, and I (laughs) I just want you to know that, you know, um, I I did this interview for you, and I I want you to know how much I love you. And um, I, I I really I it's, it's very 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 emotional. Here. Well, you know, and I wanted to tell tell also that one of my buddies got cut. <laughs> hey, wait I mean, a minute, Gary, watch hey, this. Hey, can I hey, can I take a look at that guy's shoes? <laughs> let me tell hey. you what we do as players. Hey, let me look at those pads. That's right. That's right. Where's his stuff at? Where's his stuff at? Hey, did he leave any knee pads over there? <laughs> no, you can keep the jock. I just want to see the knee pads. That's right. <laughs> Oh my God! My Ooh. friend got cut. Can I have his? Hey, can I have the shoulder pads? I really love them. Those Bonzies are good, dog. Hey, hey, dude, my man, Nick, Gary, I thought he was gonna do the Lincoln Leap. That, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick, man, you know, hey, go get you some tissues and get over it. <laughs> okay. My buddy got cut. Hey, now he knows. Now you know how it feels, homie. Hey, That's man, right. Gary, thank you so much, my friend. All right, have a good one. You got it, Gary Cobb, right. Fox 29. Yes, very emotional. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at Drytech. 
At DryTech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing, the second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs, and then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Excuse me, I'm, it's a very emotional day here today. Eagles beat the four, six, and one Colts. I mean, I, I must have shed more tears today than I have in the last 30 years. <laughs> Man, a lot of emotions today. I have to keep myself in check. We'll reset everything at the top. Also, to take a week, a look at week 11 of the NFL. Man, emotional. Even Gary saw it, too. Guys get cut every day. Our best friends get cut. Think about that. Think about what Gary Cobb just said. Players lose friends every day on rosters in the NFL. We don't, we don't, we, we, we don't get any of that. We got to get out there and play on Sunday. So the coach sits around here and he's bawling. Hey, you know how many times you lose friends through this whole process every year? Guy gets cut. Guys get waved. Guy gets traded. Shit happens. You got to go play. You know, dude. <laughs> it's like this guy's never been in the NFL. Nate, it was pathetic. Yeah, but well, hang on for a second, Nate. I want to make sure I can continue. I don't know if I can. I, I I'm, I'm doing my best. We're going to reset, like I said, top of the hour, week 11 of the NFL. It's okay, man. I mean, thank God Jalen Hurts is a pro. Unlike your coach. So you're not happy unless he can, can, comports to your expectations? I just want him to act like a CEO or a coach instead of a cheerleader. I'm not asking him to do anything that no other, the 31 other guys aren't doing. No, I just want him to be like the other 31 guys. Like Mike, how about this? Who would you rather be coached by? Mike Tomlin or Nick Sirianni? <sighs> yeah, I could just see Mike Tomlin doing the wave. <laughs> you see Mike Tomlin, right, doing, doing the Lincoln Leap. Doing the, yeah, doing the Sirianni swan dive. <laughs> Can you see Mike Tomlin screaming at fans and shit? Holy cow, man. You see Tomlin doing that? Man. Mike would go like this. Get away from me. You see Mike Tomlin act like that? You know, I, I, I lost a friend. <laughs> Dude. 
Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin don't play like that, man. Holy cow. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Mike Tomlin, Nick Sirianni. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Seems to be a little different. Be comfortable in your skin. Dude, yeah, be comfortable in your skin. Why can't you do that shit in your locker room with your players in a private moment? Why does it have to be public out there like that? Nobody gives a shit about Frank Wright. Frank Wright is leaving Indianapolis with $8 million in his pocket. His payout, he got another year of $8 million plus this year, $8 million. This guy's leaving that building with like $17, $18 million. <laughs> and you're crying for him? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. Mitchell goes like this. Who cares, Sills? Well, I'll tell you who cares. That shitty game plan that those coaches put together on Sunday was a direct result of the emotions that they had all week long with it. It trickled down into their preparation and their in-game decision-making. Fourth and ten? Third, you're losing. You're down ten. And he... There was no way you were getting that. Jalen said, shit, screw the play calling. I've got to take this game over. Yeah, you're right. No one cares. It showed. Would we not agree that's the worst offensive preparation? Now that I know how emotional and the guy was brought to bawling and tears and jumping into stands and screaming at people, and him and Coach Roseman there and all that. Now I know how important it was to him. And not just the fact that they needed a win. Coming off a loss. All of that got in the way of preparation. You saw it. It was the worst game plan offensively of the year. And by the way, one more time. I'm not ripping the players. They put them in shitty positions. Fourth and ten. On the road with a stalled offense. Yeah, okay. Well, I thought maybe I'd motivate him. Well, it wasn't that Lambo leap of yours. Oh, man. Jalen Hurts, good for you, man. You had more poise than that young-ass coach of yours. Dude, I mean, you, 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 were, you were the catalyst in that whole thing. It's crazy how big that game was for Nick. And he gives us that. Who gives a shit? It's big for the players. They got to play. Don't get in the way of them. Get out of the way. That's why the problem that I have with Coach Roseman and um, Sirianni making it about them and not the players getting that win. That was my problem. And then everyone's tooting their horn and going around like you're talking about the Peyton Manning Colts. <laughs> the team is limited. They're not good. They're not good. But basically for Nick, 
we have our worst called game. Okay, so so 17. Your worst called game was because you were too emotional in your preparation. Is that going to happen again for the Cowboy game? Is that going to happen in a critical moment? Like I, I laid this out for you. Doug Peterson, Nick Foles, it's soup in the Super Bowl. Let's run the Philly special. Let's do it. Ain't no panicking. Ain't no rah-rah. Ain't no crying. Ain't no Lincoln leap. All right, let's do it. That, that, that just breeds confidence. That, what I saw, does not breed confidence. Crying after games, screaming at fans, and Coach Roseman and these guys making it about them. <laughs> Who are they, man? The players went out there and played their asses off, and as hard as they could, defensively, they were great. They were great. Tell you this, those two tackles came in, and you know what they did? They didn't give a shit about Frank Rag. They didn't give a shit. They knew that they were hired guns. They were brought in to go to the OK Corral and kill people. They were brought in to shoot people because they needed them to stop the run. They were hired gun. And they came in and they did what exactly they were. You know, it's like the cowboy hat and the long trench coat. And these guys are walking in with their guns on their waist going, we're here. And they did it. I was impressed. I won't lie, man. I'm watching these guys. I couldn't believe they started. Hey, am I right? Hey, am I right? Did they start? Linville, they started him, right? I was stunned. These guys are eating Cheetos last week. They're eating Cheetos. And they get out there. They take their coats off. They got their guns. They walk over to, you know, the OK Corral. And they look. They guys came in town like they were wide earth, man. Right? Yeah, Alexander goes, Sills. That's you with the Cheetos. Those guys clearly weren't eating Cheetos. They weren't, man. Those guys walked in there, man, with six shooters on, man, up to the OK Corral, and they went like this. Wyatt Earp's here. <laughs> and they stopped that run, man. I was really, really Nick Sirianni pole vaulter. I thought, hey, man, if he had a pole vault, he would have went in the stands. Dude, they – hey, and by the way – when they had them two guys in there, man, did you see some of the looks on the offensive line guys for the Colts? Did you see? I think one of the Colt guys got bent over. And I I who I think Sap texts me. He goes, Hey, I'm watching this thing. Do you see that guy? You see that guy, Joseph, bend that guy over. And I went, dude, there's no doubt that guy's hurt today. One of them Colt players, I think the center or the guard got bent over. Sue was it? Dude, they bent somebody bent that guy over, man, and I guarantee you he is in traction right now. Wow. Dude, Fletcher Cox was dude, I think those guys played even more downs than what he did. Fletcher Cox is gassed. I hey guys, I hate had 
bro, th- this is something I want to say, and I want to make sure I say it again, okay? Um, Fletcher is a great player, but I told you he didn't deserve to be on this football team at the start of the season. And all you guys are telling me, Fletcher showed up, look at himself. I'm like, that guy's not good enough to be here anymore. He's not. He's not good enough to be here. Fletcher's a great Philadelphia Eagle. Great. Not good. Great. Okay. He he has to be a backup. But how he can't justify the $14 million to Jeffrey if you're bringing that dude off the bench. But he, he should... When, when, when Jordan, then again, Jordan Davis, and you know what, too? Is it me? Is it me? Or does, does it seem that Fletcher's out of shape? Doesn't it seem he, he's out of shape? Fletcher Cox, Hall of Fame player, he'll be debated, Joseph. He'll be debated for it. He'll be. I don't really think he has the sack numbers, but he'll be for it. Fletcher Cox is going to show up. I think he will. He hasn't for two months. Too many Twinkies. Nothing wrong with Twinkies, my friend. Nothing wrong with Twinkies. Okay? <laughs> Someone goes, Sills. Philly goes like this. Reds 215 sales. Screw that. <laughs> now you don't like Nick. I didn't I don't like I don't like Nick's gimmick. Coaches shouldn't have gimmicks. I mean, just because he doesn't act like no. Stop acting like a cheerleader. Screaming at the fans. Dude, I get the one time in Arizona. I totally got that. A shitload of Eagle fans and all that. Yeah, guys. I mean, th- then see, get this. If he didn't get to the podium and say that stuff and ball into tears about Frank Wright, I don't think that would have been a big issue. But he made it about him. That game was about him. Game the game ball. Because <laughs> he cried. Wow. <laughs> he gave me game ball because he cried and his buddy was fired. And his buddy's walking out with eight million bucks. You should like Sirianni's Italian. That's the conflicting thing about this, my friend. I do love Skittles. I do. Yeah, Bill Walsh. Can you see Bill jumping in his stands? <laughs> my dick over. Oh, my God. Pete. Hey, you know what? Pete Carroll's the most emotional coach we have in the league. Pete. <laughs> There's Nick, man. Hey, what a great win. It was c- congratulations. They beat Johnny Unitas's uh Colts team. I was like, I mean, the high tops and everything, man. What a great win. It was as big as the 58 championship win. Couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I saw. I mean, that team that they beat, unbelievable. Week 11, hang on. Very emotional. Week 11, NFL, we're going to hit on it. We'll reset. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. 
Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. to tell you a little secret here about something here big sales national football show please hit the like button last week i've been dealing with covid i don't tell people that shit to make you feel sorry for me what's that got to do with anything what's that got to do with anything except for being professional and being a pro I don't want your sympathy. Give a shit about that. It's about being a pro. People have to go to work. They live their lives every day. Shit happens to people. Okay? I still have it. To hold me down. And I, 
I don't care if I have 102 temperature. It, 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 I never look for sympathy or like to make something about me. Like ever. It's about winning. Good grief. Even going out. Know, I got COVID. Jesus Christ. All right. Week 11 of the NFL. We'll get to that here in a minute. Hey, hey, Yale, sorry to hear that, man. Okay, here we go. Let's reset before we get into week 11 here of the NFL. Some of the takeaways from the game instead of the sideshow that we saw. Tear jerking and all that. As my grandfather would call it, tear jerking. Uh, yeah, the sidebar story, we'll put that aside. Um, horrible game plan. Worst first half of football offensively for the Eagles all year long. Um, the emotions of Frank Reich being fired, I guess, were the reason that the offensive coaches were pathetic and were outcoached by Jeff Saturday. What other reason would it be? So you're telling me Dallas Goddard not being on the field, you're not good enough to come up with all their alternatives on how to get the ball in the hands. By the way, what's up with Miles Sanders? How are we playing his dumb games again? Why wouldn't you, you, you hurt your football team when you don't put the ball in his hands. Kenneth Gainwell, you're fired. If this was The Apprentice, you're fired. You're fired. I mean, he doesn't belong ahead of. Why is Kenneth Gainwell out there in critical situations and Miles Sanders isn't? Sounds like Howie games. You know how some of you say Howie vision? This is Howie games. Yeah, you can't have Miles Sanders go out there and have a 1,400-yard season or a 1,300-yard season and just let a guy like that walk out the building. How would that make Howie look? Not good like he was standing at the doorway waiting for all of his players and his coaches to come into the doorway. I thought he was the owner of the team. Well, all of that affected the game plan. I can't believe the defensive guys actually had the better game. That's the first time that the defense outperformed the offensive guys maybe in a year and a half. Fourth and 10 in the third. Sputtering offense, and Mr. Tearjerkers goes for it on fourth and 10. How dumb on the road and you're behind 10. Get the points, dog. Your team's sputtering. Well, I wanted to give them. No, you didn't. You panicked. Other side. Jonathan Gannon's guys showed up. They played well. They played well. We'll get to the numbers again here. They played well. Linville Joseph and Adami Katsu were great. Not good. They were great. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts delivered. He was spectacular. 
Jalen Hurts took 10 steps forward on leadership, in my opinion, and how he handled himself late in that ball game. I couldn't have been more happier for the kid. All the dumb shit that was going on on the sidelines and all the emotional stuff that was going through the coaches affected it. Shit, the last play that he ran into the end zone, it was he called that. They didn't call it. That was Jalen Hurts' first come from behind victory in the fourth, too, by the way, as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Down 10, he comes back and he wins it. Kudos. He is a clear number two in the MVP race, I think, right now. Somebody could probably jump up on him because they'll put bigger numbers on, up than he will this year. And the MVP award, not that I don't think Jalen is worthy of it, but you know this, the MVP award is a statistical award. And they don't look at Jalen Hurts' statistics. And they won't. By the end of the time, Jalen will probably finish third, somewhere in there. I'm hoping second, but probably third when everything is said and done. If he loses two more games, he'll be out of the top five. So it, 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 it's, it's Mahomes and it's Jalen and then everyone else kind of. You know, it's a hodgepodge of guys. The, 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 the secondary, Darius Slay must be hurt because he, he the last couple of weeks, marginal dudes are beating him. Marginal dudes. The lack of not having Dallas Goddard on that field was a clear issue. Xander's right. Tucker Viola's got to be in the conversation too. Right now, can you believe it? The Dolphins are in the two-hole in the AFC. That's insane. And that's awesome. Okay? Slay's getting beat consistently now. You know, from where he was, can, can I tell you why? I think it's because they've been asking these secondary guys to make a lot of run plays in the run game, and I think it's wearing them out. And I think you're starting to see that attrition play a factor there. Okay? I got to say this, too. You know, we mentioned this in the first hour. Dallas Goddard not being on the field, without a doubt, one of the major issues is in the blocking game. You guys had seven penalties. Four of them were holding penalties by the tight ends and trying to set the perimeter. I mean, Lane Johnson even had one. I mean, they just, they couldn't set the perimeter. And, and the Colts are very marginal when it comes to defensive linemen. The guy Brunson in the middle is a really good player, but the rest of them guys, plus half their, half their team was out. And there is no doubt he was a major issue not being out there. Now, so it affected your run game so much so and your passing game. It was very, very average. How about this? Jalen wasn't average. Everyone else was. That whole offense was average. Your quarterback was exceptional. And what I say that is, you know, look, Patrick Mahomes, we're going to talk about what he what did he put up? And I, here, you know what, guys? 
I'm going to show you something where I'm going to go like this to you guys. And I'm going to probably fall on your side of the aisle here when it comes to Jalen Hurts. Patrick Mahomes, last night against the Chargers, 20 of 34, 352, and three touchdowns, right? Who's more valuable to his team? Dude, Mahomes has, has Kelsey. Okay, he has Kelsey. Rest of them guys? Jalen's got AJ, I think. You take Jalen Hurts off that team, they lose the Cardinal game. They may lose the Lion game. You would have lost the Colts game. You'd have four losses. You'd have four losses if Hurts isn't the quarterback. Four. Quez Watkins, 12 catches. Why suit him up? 12 catches in 10 weeks? <laughs> this guy's not, this guy's averaging a catch a game? Hey, pretty productive. Got to figure out that 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 game plan was. I, I I don't even know if it was. It was like they just showed up and thought they were going to win. And by the way, not a, I'm I'm not taking shots at any of the players. It's the whole thing was just. It just seemed not prepared. That they were more concerned about other things than preparing for the Colts. Because I told you this on Xander. I'm, I know you guys remember me saying this. We're going to know if this is going to be a competitive football game after the first quarter. And when they went down the field, I said, this game's going to be 50. This guy's going to, this is going to be 55, 60 minute ball game. It turned out to be a 59 second, 59 minute ball game. Five, we're doing the missing in action tomorrow. That's the milk carton guys. That'll be tomorrow. Way to go, man. Way to go to Jalen Hurts. Seriously, way to go to Jalen Hurts. Green Bay's up next. What Green Bay team you get yet to be determined. And that's the point here. And I, I like what Stubbs says. The biggest weakness on the football team right now, barring injury conversation, is your coaches. I have no faith in them. Okay? I have no faith in them. Especially the guy that's the head coach, Willy Wonka. I, I, I don't I have no, no, like, I mean, this guy's like a kid. Willy Wonka's your head coach. <laughs> this, this, I mean, your coaching staff is not is unpredictable. And by the way, dude, how about some adjustments? Your quarterback on the field was doing things on the fly. Dude, that's going to cost these guys, man. And believe it or not, Gannon had the better day than any. And Gannon's the worst coach in the building, and he had the better day. 
He had the better day. I thought Nick was going to pull out of his pocket an everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> I, I did, right? Nick pulls out an everlasting gobstopper and puts it in his mouth and starts talking shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. I have no respect for that stuff. I have no respect for myself when it comes to that. No, none of that, man. Can you imagine Norman Schwarzkopf before he jumped into a foxhole? He starts crying. <laughs> well, you know, we lost a couple of good guys, you know, at the academy. You know, they, they were sent to shipping and handling, and they, they're no longer like captains. They demoted them. Yeah, they now work in like um, shipping and cargo. Dude, keep that. I and you know, you know what, too. The reason I'm making a big deal out of it, it's not so much the look, it's the game planning. It and your in-game adjustment. When does that rear its head again that you're so emotional that it affects you when it comes to crucial situations like the Philly special? Like a fourth down critical moment in a game. You're thinking too emotionally. This guy's, he's not, he, he doesn't, he doesn't have coolness to himself. Great leaders, great coaches, think under pressure. Keep your guys thinking under pressure. Be calm. You know, the greatest coaches that you're ever around. I'm so fortunate to have been around guys like Coach Landry and Jimmy and some of the great coaches that I've been, I've been around. And all of these guys will sit there in the middle of a game and they'll just look at you and you know what they'll say to you? Relax. It's all good. It's all good. There's 60 minutes of this thing. Relax. Larry goes 9-1. and one. Yeah, 9-1. and one. Congratulations. You beat a shitty Colts team. Take a victory lap, my friend. <laughs> Way to pull that out. <laughs> Alexander the Great was emotional. Yeah, the only difference is he fucking killed people. You're overthinking the Nick thing? Why would I overthink it when I saw it on display with the play calling? I don't, you know, the stuff on the side is stupid and gimmicky. I'm talking about the game itself. He was all over the place. So was the coaching staff. You know, if, if Nick didn't tell us how emotional he was, I probably wouldn't have put the two together, but now it's easy. Horrible game plan. Um, horrible situational play calling. Fourth and 10. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was a train wreck. And we beat the Colts. Congratulations. You beat a horrible team. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. And now you get the Packers. I'm sure there'll be a lot of tears there, too. Let me guess. Nick lost an assistant to Matt Lef <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some tears there, too. Oh, boy. 
I don't know. Even even Gary players get cut every day. Can't get any dumber than what I saw, man. The Lincoln Leap. I can't wait to see that. Pretty soon, man, the Lincoln Leap's coming. Comes the, the Lincoln Leap. Fourth and ten. Hey. Formerly, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Guy, keep your poise. Jalen did. Keep your poise. Yeah, Alexander the Great, Nick Sirianni. Unless it's a sandwich, I wouldn't ever compare them to. Sure hope the coaches pull their head out of their ass. Grampy, you know what? Don't worry, you got Jalen. You got Jalen Hurts, man. That's right, Yale. Steichen's got to go, hey, coach, fourth and ten. Let's kick the field goal. You got one of the best field goal kickers in the National Football League, and he can make – I'd rather give him the shot than that fourth and ten and give a short field. By the way, hey, I'll give you this. You guys got jobbed in that Dallas Goddard the week previous face mask, and it hurt the kid. But if the referees call that face mask on Matt Ryan, game's over. You lose. You lose that game. You're going to lose it. That right there could have been the whole sequence of the game being over. Agreed, man. Yeah, I mean, supposedly the cup gets filled, whether it's by the end of the year, it gets filled, right? Slow, fast. Still gets filled. I was like, holy cow, man. <laughs> All right, let's look at week 11 of the NFL. Let's get into that. Some of these, hey, a lot of these games have a direct or small indirect hit towards the Eagles and where they are now. So let's take a look at this. Falcons beat the Bears 27-24. Justin Fields, sore shoulder. Let me guess why. Not so much 14-21 for 153 in the touchdown. How about the 18 carries for 85? Shoulders hurt. Of course it is. Falcons are now 5-6 and six on the season. Buccaneers are in a bye, by the way. Bills beat the Browns. Chaotic whole scene. The snow... Um, Storm that went through Buffalo. They had to play this game at Ford Field in Detroit. 31-23. Bills are now 7-3 on the season. Patriots. They beat the Jets 10-3. You see how this game ended? Personally, I think that was a block in the back. That last guy who hit the punter at the end. I think it was a block in the back. Mac Jones, 23-27, 246. Patriots are now... Six and four on the season. How about this, man? Patriots now beating the Jets 14 games in a row. 14 games in a row. Wow. Horrible news for the uh, Eagles. Saints beat the Rams. Have you, hey, guys, can you do me, can you do me a favor? Can you remember the last time 
that a Super Bowl champion was this god-awful and a defending champion. I mean, Saint the, the Saints beat the Rams 27-20, Andy Dalton 21-25 for 260. Can you remember a defending Super Bowl champion being this bad? Uh, formerly, they were fantastic, Sue. They were, they were, they were fantastic, Sue and Joseph. Fantastic. Highlight of the game for the Eagles. Totally a highlight of the game. Those guys were great. The Lions. They beat the Giants. Helps the Eagles. Now you have a couple more game lead here. They crushed them too. 31 to 18. Four and six now are the Lions. Let me ask you guys something here. If you're the Lions and you see how well Jared Goff is playing, would you draft a quarterback in the draft? There's a chance that this team could do what you guys did a year ago, get kind of around 500. Would, would you would you go and get – actually, yell? Yeah, I think he's kind of looked decent pretty much the whole year. Would you do that? I mean, golf has, golf has done this. You know what golf's done? He's made you pause. Do we need a quarterback? He's won some games, man. The Rams were overrated coming into this year. I said the same thing, man. Note, I played golf till I find his replacement. Matthew Stafford's arm is shot. Holy cow. That guy had one more year left, and it looks it. Man, I give him one more season, and if he comes back and plays like that, the Rams are going to be in the market um, for another quarterback. Would you sign Brady? Would you bring Brady into Los Angeles? be perfect for him, wouldn't it? Allen Robinson has been the worst sign for this past offseason. He has been a no-show. He's been terrible. Is Stafford's wife having health issues again? That I don't know. It would be unfortunate. I think she had like a like a like a brain tumor or something years ago when she was in Detroit. Ravens beat the Panthers. Wow, what an ugly one. 13 to 3. Lamar Jackson, 24-33, 209, one touchdown. Ravens 13 and 3. Baker Mayfield. Holy cow, has he been designated now for scrub work? He is a scrub. That guy is an out-and-out scrub. I mean it, man. He's a scrub. Commanders are now 6-5 and on the freaking season. 23-10. They beat the worst franchise in the NFL in the Texans. Tyler Heineke is 15-27 at 191. Okay.
Huh. OBJ to the Eagles? Let me get back to that. How he's making calls? What? Let me finish this up. Raiders beat the Browns in OT 22-16. You know they're talking to trading Derek Carr. 23 of 37. Three touchdowns. No, 307 and two touchdowns. Cowboys annihilate the Minnesota Vikings. 40 to 3. Dak. 22 at 25, 276, and two touchdowns. Wow. Bengals hold off Pittsburgh 37 30 since he's now 6 and 4. 24 39, 355 was Joe Burrow with four touchdowns. There you go. That's a quarterback right there. Kansas City. Last night, coming back from behind to beat the Chargers. That was just absolutely fantastic. Okay. He, 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 he was great last night. Patrick Mahomes. What do you think about OBJ being contacted by the Eagles? Now, look, before anybody starts going crazy, that doesn't mean they're going to sign him. But how he wouldn't be doing his job if he didn't ask, hey, what's up, man? Because, again, you know what sometimes people do? They try to get a sense to stay ahead of the curb on what some of the teams inside the, inside the division or in the conference are going to do. Let's say the Cowboys sign up before the uh, Eagle game. Okay, what do the Eagles do? I mean, how do they combat that? Okay, what, what if the Buccaneers sign them? Now you have OBJ in the conference. And if the Cowboys sign him, now you have him inside the division some of you would go like this well he doesn't really frighten well he should because obj is not going to be the number one or number two guy in dallas he'll be the number three guy tops be number two and obj when he was the number two number three guy in los angeles last year he was a factor now how healthy is he going to be will be an issue okay How how healthy? I want to I want to I want to make a call here. So I want to I want to take a time out, Xander. Do me a favor, please hit the like button because it looks like they have contacted him. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. 
One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. According to um, Stephen Jones, um, sounds like there is a gigantic market for Odell Beckham right now. Cowboys are probably in the lead for this. For whatever strange reason, Odell Beckham has conversations going on with the New York Giants again. So um, I don't get the Giant one. Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones is not going to help Odell Beckham now, New York, remember, he's a social media guy, and he is a gigantic presence on social media. So I don't know. New York, is he looking for his brand? Um, the Buccaneers are in it, and also Miami's in it. There are a lot of football teams. And the Eagles have contacted Odell Beckham's people. Now, that doesn't mean, once again, how he calls everybody. You know, I was talking, and I, I mentioned this last week to you guys. Um, Steve Kime, the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, told me, and I got a sense, before I even started talking sports in Philadelphia, in the Philadelphia area, uh, centric around it, it's kind of what the show is now. Steve Kime told me and gave me the layout of Howie Roseman before I even figured it out. He goes, Dan, Howie Roseman is a guy that does this. He calls on everybody. He called for Patrick Peterson. I tweeted out that 
Patrick Peterson and the Eagles are in conversation about potentially making a trade because they were. Now, um, it didn't come to fruition, but Steve goes, that's okay because he gets into bidding with everyone. He'll put something out there, and if he thinks he can get a deal on it, he'll get the deal and he'll make the move on the deal. You know, it's funny. You know that book that Trump had, Art of the Deal? That's who Howie is. He's like the Donald Trump version of that. He's always looking for a deal that benefits the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a good way to move in how you're doing it. By the way, it also keeps an eye on the division. You know, now he knows the Giants and the Cowboys are in a conversation. Now here, let me ask you this. Now that you know that you're going to have Dallas Goddard at least three weeks minimum and that you struggled in getting the ball to some of your skilled players, either A.J. still hurt, what have you. Devontae's been a non-factor the last six weeks. And, and what, what blows my mind, though, is where's Miles, where's Miles Sanders in this? So do you need another playmaker? Because you don't have one right now. Last two weeks, where's A.J. Brown been? Now, does A.J. Brown come back strong against the Packers? Probably. He's had a great year. Okay? He's had a great year. I'm okay. We are battling through right now. But to beat Tampa, Dallas, and San Francisco in the playoffs, ultimately Kansas City, Miami, or Buffalo in a Super Bowl, we will need another offensive weapon. Music, great take. Absolutely great take. Forte goes, Goddard will be back for the playoffs, right? Yes. I'd like a power back too. Yeah, but man, I mean, what, what has Sanders done to get demoted? Doesn't it feel like he's been demoted? How can you have Kenneth Gainwell out there in critical situations and not Dallas Goddard? Yeah, but Yale, I don't think Sanders on the milk carton is by his doing. Sanders, if healthy, needs to get the ball more. We need to run miles. I think the staff is afraid to commit. I, hey, Cody, I think it completely – Cody, the only um, – Cody, would this be fair to say – Xander, I don't know. Everyone, would this be fair to say? Unless we find out that Miles Sanders is injured, this is a business decision that the Eagles are making and not playing him. Howie's got precedent for doing this. How he's known for doing this, taking reps away, not letting players get to their incentives. This guy's playing with this guy's money. Please, I I, I heard the thing with Darren Sproles. Are you? I I mean, what is he six? What is he sixty five? Um, I I don't want to even go near that. And Melvin Gordon, dude, you talk about a guy who puts the ball on the ground. I have no interest in both those guys. Unless you're talking to me about Darren Sproles joining the coaching staff, I don't want anything to do with that guy in a uniform. Seriously, why don't you get Adrian Peterson out of retirement? 
I mean, Howie Roseman, dude, I'm, I'm going to tweet that out after the show too, at Dan Salio show. Howie Roseman's making a business decision on Miles Sanders not playing. Unless he's injured, this is a business move. They're taking reps away from the kid. I mean, how many, how many carries did he have? How many carries did he have in the game? Jalen had more carries. Jalen had 16 carries. How many carries? How many carries in the last two weeks has Miles Sanders had? Yale goes like this. Yeah, but how about this, Yale? So you're going to let a guy, if you continue giving him the ball and he gets 1,400 yards, you're going to let him walk out the building because you don't want to pay him? Doesn't it look a lot better if he's got 900 yards or 800 yards? He's got 24 carries in the last two weeks. He's got 24 carries in the last two weeks. And you're putting the weight back on your quarterback again because you're sporadic play calling. Draft a running back? I'm not drafting a running back in the first round. 13 carries yesterday. That is by far not enough, especially when you're struggling in the passing game. The more carry, look, look at what JM says. JM, not that you're wrong, but what here, here, here's my other end of that. The more carries Sanders gets, the higher the probability he puts it on the turf. The more carries Jalen gets, the higher probability he ends up like Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson, injured. I would rather have a fumble than lose my quarterback. Wouldn't you? The Eagles not interested signing him. Get the most out of him. Right. Run him. Run that. Run that horse in every race you can. All the way to the very end. Since Miles isn't going to be here next year anyway, we should give him the ball. Exactly. But see, Howie doesn't like to have bad look. You can't have that guy have 1,200 yards on the year and you just let him go because you didn't want to pay him. Ray says the offense has been starting games very pass heavy. They want Jalen to get more like Josh Allen if we're to be honest, and he's not. And that's where they get in trouble. He's not Josh Allen. He protects the ball better than Allen, but he doesn't have the arm talent Josh Allen has. Miles never gets enough touches. It's because they don't believe in a running back in Philly. To, to me... They need a guy in there like Brian Westbrook. I've said this before to you. Brian Westbrook is probably during the entire run since 2000. Let me think about that. Who is the greatest offensive weapon the Philadelphia Eagles have had in the last 22 years? 
T.O., Brian Westbrook, Deshaun Jackson, Shady McCoy. I'll take Desha- I'll take Brian Westbrook. Brian Westbrook to me, if he were if he he's Christian McCaffrey, but a, but a but a guy who's more uh, built to survive the kind of stuff that remember he was doing this when the NFL was way more physical. Okay, Westbrook was. Westbrook was just special. He's a special football player. Irvin Fryer was in the uh, 2000s. Was he? I thought Fryer was more in the 80s and 90s. Westbrook was like a utility tool. He could. He was like a Swiss Army watch or Swiss Army knife, Cody. You could put him anywhere. Slot, out wide, run him in between the tackles. He he was, yeah, but as good as Deshaun Jackson was, not really the greatest wide out. Deep threat, for sure. But Brian was, Brian is probably your best weapon. We got to get him on again. Oh man, Westbrook was that dude. I, I'm such a, such a huge fan of his. Some NFL news. Let me get to this. I'm going to concede this to you guys. You guys are right about Cousins. You guys are right. Kirk Cousins cannot win a big game. Every single freaking time when you just want to give this kid the opportunity to be in the limelight and give him the chance. Can I ask you this too? If you guys watch that Cowboys and Vikings game, why in the world did they get away from Dalvin Cook and throw the ball versus a team that sucks against the run? Why did they do that? They outthought themselves. How dumb could the Minnesota – you know, I don't know what was a worse game plan. The Vikings game plan against the Eagles or the Vikings game plan against the Cowboys. They were both pathetic. You got a running back in Dalvin Cook who could have shredded that Cowboy defense. They completely got away from that. I could not believe what I was watching. Why are you dropping back every down? Use Justin Jefferson as a decoy. They, I mean, you played right into the Cowboys' strength. And there's Micah Parkinson's again. This guy shows up one week, he doesn't the next week. He shows up. I'll tell you what, there's a guy up in, I can't, can somebody help me? There's a guy up in New England who's got 13 sacks on the year, and he's leading the NFL. What's his name, Judah? Judah? Uh, I forget the kid. What's his name? He's got 13 sacks, and he was a freak show yesterday. Matt Judon, that kid is a great – he's got to be in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. Holy cow, can he play. He's got the most sacks of anybody in the NFL right now. Man, that kid could play. He gets around the 
that's the best pass rusher that they've had up there since Chandler Jones. I mean, he can he's a baller, man. Holy cow. Judon was a dog since the Ravens. Dude, that kid is something. I cannot believe the Ravens let that guy go. Good grief. He got 13 sacks and how he's a genius. Exactly. That guy. Okay. Sorry, man. Hassan, Mr. 6'1", 238 pounds. This guy's, what's, what's that kid? Do you, your, your kicker's bigger than Hassan Reddick. <laughs> your kicker. Hassan got a big sack, though, yesterday. Got to give it to him. Go get him. Go get him. Hassan doesn't. He's not on the milk carton. I don't think tomorrow. That kid can play, man. That kid's up for the Defensive Player of the Year award. Just really great. Great stuff, man. Um, they were great. They, they were absolutely fantastic. That kid in New York, Sauce Gardner, He's going to get consideration for Defensive Player of the Year, too. That kid's good. That kid from Cincinnati is good. He He's a good-looking football player. He is a good-looking football player, man. Wow, could Sauce Gardner play? What a shitty way to lose a ball game yesterday for the Jets. So Brian Dable ends up dropping. They got to get a quarterback. I think they'll probably go out and I think they'll probably bring try to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. That kid, Sauce Gardner, man, is really a good football player. I hey, hey, you know what, Cody? Cody goes like this. Zach Wilson should be cut. I think he had 77 yards in passing. He was so brutally bad. And then the excuse machine, instead of doing what Jalen would do, you know, what you love about Jalen and guys like Brady. When you win, it's us. When you lose, it's me. Even if it's not true, that's all you want that guy to do. That's all you want that guy to do. He makes – here, I'll make a comparison to you about playing quarterback in the NFL today. When you're a quarterback in the NFL, you're kind of like Roger Goodell. You fall on the sword. The reason you get $50 million is because of this. Well, you know, yeah, we, we, we really played great today. Line blocked well. Everybody played great. The defense showed up. I mean, hey, it was really fantastic. And when you lose, you're this. Hey, it's on me. You know, I got to play better. It starts with me. This is all about me getting the, the points on the board. You're, you you still want to hear that. You don't want to hear Zach Wilson bitching and moaning. You know what he sounds like? An entitled spoiled brat. Wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Now, when you say it's not you, I'm going to blame you. I'm going to blame you. Okay? Here. You, 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 you blame him. You, you, you look at a guy like Zach Wilson. This is where Jalen, that game against the Colts showed me so much about who he is. 
Okay, yeah, man. He's making excuses up for all the bullshit and why they couldn't move the sticks and get yardage. And I mean, it, it, everyone, everyone knows what's going on there. They got to move off that kid. That kid's not a very good football player. A high draft choice. But you got to remember something with these new rookie contracts. You get to defer that money out. Move on. Get another guy. Bring somebody in there that can help you win some ball games. Right now, the reason that the Jets don't have a better record is because your quarterback's terrible. I can't believe the Saints traded away CJ for a fifth and sixth. Hey, and and right now, I think it's still in the top five or maybe out of the top five. The Eagles have, have a top five pick. Colts kicker makes the effing field goal. Hurts loses two in a row. Yes. Or if the face mask is called. If the face mask is called. Absolutely. Jets should go get Nick Foles. I think the Colts should have started Nick Foles. Why wouldn't you start Nick Foles? Matt Ryan? How emotional would, would that have been for old Nicky? <laughs> Nick Foles beat him. Nick Foles beating Nick Sirianni. That would have been a great storyline. I would have started him. Matt Ryan. I have no idea why they're not even putting him in there. Oh, and by the way, I think all of this is over Carson Wentz. This whole tear-jerking thing from Sirianni and uh, the reason that Frank was fired and all that, I think it's got everything to do with that Wentz trade and how how he got a first-rounder out of it. I totally believe that. That that's, how he, that that's what this all leads back to. Jeff Saturday said the locker room wanted Matt Ryan. Well, then you can make an argument for the Miss Face Mask. Yeah, no, no. I said that earlier, too. Absolutely. Uh, the Goddard Face Mask the week before. The worst part of that whole thing, though, is that you lost your player for four weeks. Do, you, do we think about getting a backup tight end with our second pick or third? Maybe. I might want to go get a free agent, though, to fill that gap and keep my equity. Matt Ryan is about as used up as a stiff sock under a teenage boy's bed. That's terrible. The league owned the Eagles a face mask call. Okay, so you think it works out like that. Carson Wentz is on the bench again. Yeah, but here, get this, Cody. You could say that he's on the bench again for $33 million. Okay. You want to play me that way? I got $33 million coming to me. Time to call Gronk. See, I threw that out and everyone laughed at me. I'd call Gronkowski too. Hey, Gronk, what do you want? <laughs> I'll, I'll, hey, Gronk, what do you want? You know, tell Gronk, hey, man, I'll tell you what. You know, I'll give you anything you need. I'll pay you $5 million bucks, five games, <laughs> million dollars a game. What do you want? You imagine putting Gronk on that team? Foles would, Foles would have to beat us. Foles would, hey, of course, Nick. You know anything Philly related? 
Washington guaranteed him that much. Now it's the contract that Howie signed him to. That contract rolls over. Yeah, no, he's still working on that contract, man, that he signed in Philadelphia. He's making $33 million behind a guy making one4 Right? Five Instagram models a day habit. Why not call Gronk? Have Goddard call him, right? Hey, 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 this is Dallas Goddard. Maniac, man, you're good folks, man. Good folks, man, yeah. So, again, Jalen Hurts was special. Now it's Green Bay. Got a lot of distractions out of the way here. Let's get back to being focused here. Stop that stuff and that cheerleader stuff. Let's get back to being focused. You got a team that can beat you. Do I think they will? No. But Aaron Rodgers can beat you. He can beat you. All right. Appreciate everybody coming aboard here today. Thank you so much. Xander, great stuff. Till tomorrow, we're going to get Merrill Reese on tomorrow. We'll talk to our friend. We didn't have him on last week. We'll talk to him tomorrow. Till then, 3 to 6 Eastern time. Have yourself a great one. We'll see you on the flip side. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.